Episode two. Keep going. Episode three. Uh-huh. Episode four. Keep it up. Episode now. five. Keep going. Episode seven. Uh-huh. Episode seven. You skip episode one. eight. Yeah. Episode nine. Here we go. Episode ten. Keep on trying. I won't say. So this is. Is there a episode. is there a number system for Arabash? I'm I sure assume there is. there is, right? Or do they just do numbers? That would be boring. I'm sure there is. Because that's like a legit language, right? I think it's a alphabet. I don't think that they've, like, Game of Thrones brought in a dude to create a full language. Because they, they like, what, put the thing in Coke bottles, right? Yeah, Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's, that's some boring stuff. Um, we actually... This episode have something very very special planned. Um, it's episode fifty. Pete can't yell, but I can. Fifty. Can you tell? Episode fifty, baby. Boy, what a what a wild ride it's been. It has. I mean, my gosh, I remember when we started this podcast. Oh, oh my gosh, I can even. Oh, I remember when we started it. Oh my gosh. It oh. must have been. Oh. 1977? 76? 70, late 1975, because I remember making some bicentennial jokes. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And we kind of leaned heavily on the bicentennials, like late, late 75. And that's back when started. our friend Billy G was telling us about his, like, nerd project, but... Mm-hmm. Um, we weren't like a hundred percent on board with it. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. But yeah, I remember we were still recording near the end of '75. We immediately went on break for like the holidays and stuff, and we had to bank a bunch. Yeah, so it's fifty episodes, baby. Fifty episodes going back. It's almost one. fifty years. Yeah, it feels like it. It feels like it. It truly does. And um. Boy, we really, you know, we thought long and hard about what we wanted to do for our 50th episode. I mean, there's still not a lot of news on the Star Wars Resistance front. Nothing really to cover there as of yet. And we thought about talking about the future, and we thought about talking about the present. But I feel like this is a victory lap for us, and we've really... This is our um, swan song, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I say swan song a lot, but I, if I'm going to be perfectly honest, don't know what that means. It means like a duck noise. Oh. Like a, like a swan mix. Like. <laughs> or like. <laughs> ugh. <laughs> One of those. <laughs> um, no, that's that's what an eagle sounds like. <laughs> um, this is quality, quality stuff. So, um, yeah. Josh, what, you, what we're planning on doing is basically mm-hmm. looking back at our top five moments. Mm-hmm. on the yeah. Pro Boys podcast. So Pick, this... we, we put this out to the fans. We put it out to the Lucasfilm corporate account. We really were as all-inclusive as possible with this. And we had our intern, um, Slevin. Slevin. He, had to, he was BCC'd on it, and he had to, you know, he sorted through them all. 
he put them all together, he compiled it, and uh, came up with the, the top five moments from our very storied, storied history of this podcast. Uh, some of them were shocking. I mean, there's some stuff in there I really thought would end up in the top five that barely got any votes. There's stuff in here that I'm like, really? This? Yeah, this vote has been like... going on for, mm-hmm. I don't know, a couple months now? Yeah, yeah. Um, but you haven't a... seen it, though, because it's only industry insiders that have been asking us for quotes and stuff about what you're going to do for your 50th episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's been a lot of buzz about it. You might remember a week or so ago we met with our accountant to make sure we were all on the up and up fiscally before we really... Uh, heavy production value in this episode, so we, we need to make sure our house was in order, financially speaking. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times we just kind of, you know, go off the cuff and... Mm-hmm. Really, you're just giving you an, a honest um, take on it. Um, but for this one, we actually had uh, Clevin um, go Scrabble. back and clip each of the, our top five moments. Mm-hmm. And this this is moments from they're not the full episodes. It's just segments um, from certain episodes. And I guess, I mean, it, it's not what I would have picked, but uh, in a sense, it is a really good summation of what the show's been so far. Yeah, and, I mean, it's... Uh, hopefully it's, what'll continue to be in the future. It also, for those new listeners that haven't, you know, um, you're, this is your first time, um, I'm Pete. Oh, uh, I'm Josh. And um, this is a good look at um, what the episodes entail. Yeah, um, yeah, these, these These five clips. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this one, this first clip here is from uh, episode 183, a long time back. Real good one. Um, I'm actually not surprised it ended up on here. I'm not going to listen to the clip, really, because it is so much of our day-to-day life. But 183, we did a live recording of our workout routine as we hit the gym. Uh, I know this is a Star Wars podcast, but... Obviously, fitness is a big deal to us. You know, we have the Po Boys, Warrior Boys, Fight for Your Life, 5K. It's a weight, not a distance. And uh, eventually, people just kept beating down our door. What are you doing? What are you doing? What's your routine? So we brought in our um, our intern, Tevin, to the gym, and he just recorded us uh, doing our thing. And it, of course, famously ended up being a nine-hour episode. Yeah, that was a long one. We had to do, uh, what, a four-parter for that one? Yeah, but I mean, I'm not going to abridge my workout for the sake of anyone. You mm-hmm. know, it's uh, my body's my temple, and my workout is my church, and it's holy to me. So Now, one thing uh, you should know, listener, is that um, this clip doesn't have any of our cardio. No, no. Yeah, so the cardio usually entails somewhere between 10 to 20 miles of mm-hmm. biking, running, or swimming. Usually um, backwards usually backwards sometimes some resistance training so like um a couple people like carrying somebody or um some facet that makes it tougher um from Mm -hmm. for more people um sometimes it's being chased by like those scooters that you find in the city um Mm -hmm. it's not going to be any of that this is only um in the actual physical gym right um, yeah, so I guess uh, without further ado, let's let's play this clip. This is our, our live workout routine from episode 183. Oh, oh it's a deep burn. <sighs> deep burn. Just look at all the oh. weight. Are there any more weights? I 
Blavin, get more weights. Get more of those po' boy exclusive weights that you can find Here's on our Etsy thing. store. Wink. Here's my whole thing. <clears throat> weights, lifting weights, is... Everybody's like, oh, Yoda's so great, Yoda's so great. If he's so great, how come he has to lift an X-Wing out with, with a force? With a force. I'm sitting here benching one. Yeah, you know I... what I call X-Wing? Freaking, freaking warm-up. I do the X-Wing, I pick up an X-Wing before I hit the bench. And I'm hitting the bench right now, real hard. Look at all these weights. Yeah, my X-Wings are my biceps, and I just, mm-hmm. you know, Rogue One, yeah, these left are arm, Rogue position, Two, baby. right arm. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I'm going to do uh, one-armed um, push-ups real quick. One, two. Oh, my gosh. Three. Clevin, go sit Switching on him. Arms. Switch arms. I need more weight. Clevin, you have to balance the 45 weights on his back. They're yeah. going to keep sliding off. Careful. Careful, my back is slippery because of sweat. Of all the sweat. Oh, man. I feel like I've been neglecting my lats lately. Yeah. A lot of times you just do the curls for the girls, and you forget the 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 glutes and your lats. Forget the glutes. Forget the lats. I make sure to do the tries for the guys. Tries for the guys. But I forget about doing uh, my lats for the, for the brats oh. and my quads. The... You need a spotter? No, I don't need a spotter. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I mean, people I are, people have. spot me. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. People spot me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they clock you across the room with those, those guns. <clears throat> oh, boy, oh, wow. what a clip that was. That was really embarrassing. <laughs> wow. For a multitude of reasons. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, that, that day is where we, um, were banned from every LA fitness for making everybody look bad. Right. Right. Um, and making people go deaf with our, our, our lifting streaks and our, uh, foresight and planning. And it sounded really good too. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it did. It did. Looking back on that episode now. I, again, it was a while, it was like episode 183 or something like that, and we're on episode 50 today, uh, it's shocking to me, like, just how, even though we're working out and lifting so much weight, that we're doing such good podcasting, and you can tell that we're very eloquent and disciplined and regimented just from even definitely listening definitely discipline definitely regimented disciplined regimented you know planning it out we know what we're doing we're competent uh, and i hope that you get that listener competence is a big part of swoleness hashtag competent boys one person once told me and i've n- known this to be true that any challenge is two percent skill and 98 mm-hmm. percent mind games yeah. And it's really just tricking your body into lifting all of that weight. Yeah. That's all we really have to yeah. do. Yeah. I like to think of it as I'm tricking the weight into being picked up by me. Um, I don't like to be clowned on, even by myself. So, to me, it's more looking at me clowning the weight right now and the weight thinking, I'm going to sit here and I trick it real good, pick it up real high. Uh, and I do stand by my comments on Yoda and having to use a force pickup X-Wing instead of just picking him up his darn self. Um, 
was controversial at the time. I think it's it's a less shocking thing to say in this day and age now with, you know, everybody is, is kind of more into fitness. We work on it at the Vanguard. And, I mean, we have a lot more clout now than we used to. Because before yeah. it's just like, who are these two jabronis that are just kind yeah. of maxing out two every weight? Jabronis. And then um, poor Clevin back then, too, because he would oh. have to re-rack everything. Because, mm-hmm. like, why else are we paying him other than to re-rack? Sure. So I it, still remember him rolling massive weights uh, back like they were truck tires and throwing out his back. Surprisingly, he never actually got any bigger, even though he had to do all that stuff for us. Yeah, which is a skill in its own right, I suppose. The skill Um, of not actually gaining any muscle for all of Stasis. It's a a still force of sorts. Yeah. So that was that was number five. Coming in at number four here. This is a really special episode. This is a live recording. It's not a very traditional episode, but um, as Peter mentioned, we have a lot of cloud in the industry, and as you all know, every year, um, Star Wars insiders and fans and cast and crew and writers and things like that, uh, they all come out to Poboy Nation for the annual Pobies, the Poboy Awards ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, this was something we set into motion. Uh, after our after our podcast kind of got off the ground, and we had our first hundred episodes or so under our belt, and people kept on getting, you know, what's your favorite this? What's your favorite that? Rank them, rank them. People kept demanding, and we're just like, don't have the energy or the interest. That's tired podcasting. That's shock value. That's clickbait. I'm not going to do that. But we did eventually kind of um, compromise. And every year now in Boboy Nation, we host the Pobies. Pobies. We do. Yeah, we pick all the winners, but we aren't usually there. We're not really in it for that. Mm-hmm. It's more for you guys than for us, just because people seem to want to know so much. So, uh, and so this was the the tenth annual Pobies. The tenth annual Pobies. We uh, kind of broke our own rule, and we did show up, and we did present an award. Mm-hmm. And uh, Peach, you got anything else you want to you know, offer up before we play this clip? Um. For this, I mean, this is a podcast, so you're not going to be able to visually see a lot of this stuff, but you can, if you want to picture the three people that are nominated for this award, two of them were actually there, and um, there was not a dry eye amongst the two of them. No. No, they were very, very upset. Sure, sure. They're overwhelmed. Um, all right. Well, further ado, this is a this is a clip from episode 279, live from the 10th annual Pobies. And now presenting the Pobies. Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! She's so cool. I'm so oh, thank you. They're thank so you. Cool. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so much. Hey, Pete, how you, how you feeling, buddy? Um, better than these people that we're about to nominate. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Wow, what an honor to you be know who you are. guys. <laughs> you know what, who you are. Camera, pan to them. <laughs> pan over to them. What an honor to be among all of you here. I know we don't often come out to this little uh, ritzy tin can award show out here and fluff you guys and you guys up because you got enough on your plate or whatever. Uh, but we, there's some things you know to leave and draw our attention. 
Isn't that right, Pete? Oh, yeah. I mean, sometimes you can just let things slide, but for this Mm -hmm. special award, um, it takes a special type of person to be as annoying as these people are to us. That's right. And uh, we're, of course, talking about the Poby for Biggest Dirt Bag. Biggest Dirt Bag. Dirt, 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 dirt bag. That's right. Biggest Dirt Bag. Biggest uh, Dirt Bag. What can I say about a Dirt Bag? A Dirt Bag is um, like a person who will come to your party, won't bring anything to the party, will make fun of what you have to offer at the party, even though they didn't bring anything. That's a Dirt it's Bag. It's somebody that will have a contest for you mm-hmm. and say, listen, if you win this contest, you know what? We're not going to honor that because we're a dirtbag. That is a dirtbag. That is a dirtbag. A dirtbag is somebody, they're blue, they're creepy, they are waving at you a lot, running around on a closet, creeping everybody out, and saying spooky things, and talking weirdly, and having a page of Star's data bank, even though they shouldn't, and pretending to have a name when they don't have a name in their thing. Those are dirtbags. Those are dirtbags. Without further ado... Here are the nominees for the 1986 Poby for Biggest Dirt Bag. <clears throat> John Favreau. Boo. 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 What a dirt bag. John Favreau obviously getting the biggest dirtbag of the year award for just an all-around being a dirtbag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, our next nominee, the Doughboys. More like no boys. No boys. Boo! Boo! Doe babies! More like dough babies! Weiger, more like, no, you suck, Weiger. No boys! No boys! No boys! That's right, the Doughboys are, of course, nominated for their bungling and continued uh, unwillingness to to step up to the plate when it comes to their hashtag Rogue One Character Contest, a.k.a. hashtag Rogue One Character Non-Test. Boo! Boo! Justice for That's not right. That's not right. That's just not right. Please, 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 let's finish, let's finish. And our final nominee, you guys know who it's going to be. You know it. I even, I ain't gotta say it. Bye, well. It's a great boo creep. Ah! Ah! Ah, that's boo! so creepy. Ah! Ah! Boo! Boo! Ooh, hiss, hiss, gross. Hiss. That's gross. Uh, all right, all right. Let's let's see the envelope here. Um. Without further ado, the winner is. The 1986 10th Annual Poby for Biggest Dirtbag. It's a three-way tie! Ah! <laughs> oh, Look at the crying. John Favreau, <laughs> Doughboys, get up here. Ladies and gentlemen, Great Blue Creep could not be here tonight. Get on up here. Get on up uh, here. The Great Blue oh, Creep don't, can don't actually not like be that. 10 get miles up here, John. In, uh, you know around you did. Um, adolescence. that was yeah oh man i have i go to a lot of concerts i go to a lot of nascar races i um stand near airplane engines a lot but i've never heard anything louder 
or more passionate than just the the booze from that crowd. And a thing that you also, I mean, that night too, the awards that we had, the food, the canopies, delightful. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Harrison was really into them. Um, yeah. Carrie, you know, kept making jokes about the Doughboys because she kept being like, hey, would you like some canopies? And then um, Weiger would, like, try to go get one, and then Paul mm. Simon would just slap his hand. Just, oh. like, slap Boy, his Paul hand. Paul Simon was, he was in rare form that yeah. night. Let me tell you, he was in rare form that night. It was a good time. It was a good time. And obviously we haven't gone back to present at the Povies since, though it is... Notable that since that awards ceremony in 1986, John Favreau, Doughboys, and Great Blue Creep have tied for Biggest Dirtbag every year since. Um, and I guess let that be a warning to all of you that if you step to me, you better come correct. And if you have a contest on your Twitter and I enter it and I win it, then you better pay me. And if you get invited to one of my parties, then you better bring something to share at the party or you better compliment what I give you at the party. And if you're blue, don't be creepy. If you're creepy, don't be blue. If you're both, do not be great. Stay in your lane. That's right. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Hashtag stay in your lane. Hashtag confident boys. All right, what we got here at number three, our number three club. Oh, okay, this one's interesting. This is another kind of um, change up. This is from episode 363. It's the um, 2000, the year 2000, Boonta Eve classic. Um, that weird two-headed fellas, they couldn't be there. The year following Anakin's big win, um, they they left the game. Nobody could find them. They didn't give anybody, anybody notice. And they needed commentators for the Boonta Eve classic following the yeah, normally the when classic. somebody wins a race, you are able to interview the person that's, you know, mm-hmm. ha- has just won it. But um, yeah, yeah. So let's roll it. Well, he's, yeah, he was right. And again, this is this is the year after Anakin won. Uh, and I mean, we're we're potheads. We're potheads. We you know we know a thing or two about pod racing, so it's not surprising that we were asked to step up. But it's fast paced stuff. It's fast paced stuff. So yeah, this is our uh, us commenting. And announcing the year 2000 Boonta Eve Classic. Yeah, and it's just, it's a real shame. You see Sebulba here falling in the back. Really the Tom Brady of the organization. And last year, big upset. And it's, it's shocking. Oh, there goes Mars Guo. Oh, look at him go. Look at him go. Like it, Um, it, it it could happen to a worse person. Because he, he's not really... A, a no, person, no, yeah. and B, that mm-hmm. nice of an individual. I mean... Sure. Oh, Nebuki coming in behind. Very true. Very true. And, uh, you know, people love to hate him, but it's... You, now you just you hate to feel bad for him. And he's, of course, pulling up the tail now. Uh, gone into a tailspin since his crippling defeat at the hands of Street Rat. Anakin Skywalker, who has since disappeared, rumors still abound that Sebulba may have had something which to do about that. Which also just kind of proves that... Oh, Van Quadraneros! Which also just kind of proves the talk of a union for pod racing, of why should somebody that is 10 years old be competing against grown adults that um, have no health insurance? So there'll be something interesting yeah. to see in the coming weeks as we see um, this Anakin Skywalker. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And it's it it's been a like I said, a rough road for Sabul, but he's still pulling up the end there. He's just now parked at the uh, the finish line. He's of course only finished one lap. And that's how the sauce is made. Mm-hmm. And he's he's turned his uh, pot racer to charge by the bumper sticker. Now it's he's made a lot of headlines this past year after his defeat kind of spiraled into conspiracy theories and all kinds of craziness. Oh, Gasgano going by through the wind there, um, and he is now convinced that his home planet is haunted by something called a Zillow beast. He's famously coined the hashtag hashtag Zillow beast lives. Um, it's it's been real sad to watch him spiral out of control. Nobody really and knows nobody's really buying his Zilla beast T-shirts too. Talking about yeah, Zilla Zilla. Been... Ah. Mm-hmm. Oh oh oh! Rat Tyrell and Odie Mandrell neck and neck as they go by. Oh man, and Zibulba, he's he's just still staying there, making uh, all kinds of obscene. It's gestures. hard to think of him winning, winning without a racer right now. It truly is. It truly is. I got to tell you, this uh, Anakin Skywalker fo- fellow from last year, his his shadow on this organization and this league is it's a it's a long one. I mean, I can't think of anyone else in the history of the sport to so immediately leave such a footprint and then just disappear into dust. Crazy. Oh, Ben Guadagnero is pulling up the lead. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, Ooh. runs over Sepulveda. That's gonna that, hurt. That's gonna that hurt. Is not. I hope he has health insurance. And, of course, now you bring it up, we do know that, of course, he doesn't because there is no union for <laughs> these pod racers. Yeah, he'll probably uh, be a slave soon. You know, most likely, most hate likely. hate to see it wow. happen to... what a race. You hate to see it happen in general, mm-hmm. but specifically in oh, this man, case, doing too. a cool flip move. Yeah, yeah, what a bummer. What a bummer. And, of course, we have uh, the young first-timer there, Kitster, um, he's he's beating Sebulba. I'll give him that. It seems that. like everybody and their mother's beating Sebulba today. It does, it does. And, of course, Jimmy Skywalker also in the race this year. I, I guess everybody thought being anywhere near Anakin, it would rub off on him or something. Uh, her and Kitster, neck and neck uh, for the caboose. And Sebulba just, just parking it there. Uh, it does look like he is crying now. Um, you got to give it to Kitster. Real cool of him to just kind of strap two animals to a, a wagon with wheels and call it a pod racer. I'm not sure how he got into the race, but there he is. There he is. And coming over the final lap, it's Ben Quadraneros. Mm. Boy, that was an exciting one. Yeah, and it seems like they never got unionized either. No, I don't I don't think so. I've honestly fallen out uh with the with the league a little while since then i did fantasy for a little bit but it was it got politically socially a lot harder to stomach a lot of the goings on so i I haven't really been following it unfortunately and i don't know if you can even catch it on tv anymore it might be on like espn 3 or something at this point but heyday has definitely come and gone yeah and that's also during the time of limewire so a lot of that stuff, um, it was just hard to download. You know, it was before streaming, so um, yeah. a lot of that stuff is very grainy. Um, but if I mean, if you can find a good copy, it's well worth it's well worth the um, two hours that we were um, commenting yeah. on that afterwards. We had a really really good discussion on labor unions and basically why. It's really not financially a good idea, unless you are a slave, um, to enter into those races. 
Yeah, yeah, it's, it's entering to the, yeah, and the pod races, it's, it's no good, and famously that discussion we had after the race um, was, was typed up, they kind of, you know, got the, the bones of it and they released it in the New York Times as an op-ed, um, which, I mean, hey, more power to them, and then it did win a Peabody, so that was exciting, I mean, we were just kind of talking uh, and speaking our minds and saying things that we know about, and it really uh, got ahead of us there. That was great. That was great. So we're uh, we're really in the home stretch here. Yeah, I mean, these are big ones. These are number one and number two. Yeah, number one and number two. And I think I'm I'm surprised that this is number two. I'm surprised it's not higher. I'm surprised it's not lower. I don't I don't know what I expect. Well, it's also it's one of those this things is, um, for fans because we interact with him sure. all the time. So this is just a conversation. But he yeah. doesn't allow for a lot of these to come out. Yeah, yeah. This is, of course, we we released an episode a few weeks ago. I think it was episode forty-eight, the uh, the big interview. Mm-hmm. This is a close runner-up, though. This is a slightly smaller interview. This is we, and it's not anything out of the ordinary for us. We shouldn't even call it an interview. It's more of a conversation. More of a conversation, yeah. Um, the only thing that was different from this and just regular Wednesday brunch is we had we had a mic on. Um, Pete and I had previously been asked to host the Academy Awards, and we had our lavaliers pinned to our tuxedos the night before the Academy Awards were on a Tuesday that year. And we left them on, on accident, the whole next day, and uh, ended up catching some audio of us sitting down with uh, a good friend of ours, George Lucas. George Lucas himself, the, the maker. Uh, so this is this is a little bit of a snippet of our... Brunch with George. Hey, George. Yeah. Um, can you pass the well, bacon over there? And then, yeah, okay, Pete. Hey, George, can you pass me a coffee? Oh, okay, yeah. But what I was saying is, you know, they'll tell you on the, on the sticker, it'll say, like, 3,000 miles. And then if you ask them, they'll say, oh, well, you can push it to 5,000, but you should really get your oil change every 3,000 George, when's miles. the last time you actually... Great, Got an well, oil change. Like, who's your guy? I, 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 I go to, you know, you know I have a guy. And he, I don't, that's fine. And they say every 5,000 miles if you really want to risk it. But then if you look in your owner's manual or you talk to the dealer, you can actually get 7,500, even 10,000 miles between oil changes. And a lot of that depends on... Big George, what's this really about? Uh, Big George, Big George, please, okay? What's this really about? Well, a lot of it is about whether it's highway miles or city miles. And if you're you're doing a lot of highway miles, you can pretty comfortably go 10,000 miles between an oil change. Wow. George, that sounds like a lot. Uh, I know, I know. but And I don't do it. Don't do it because I say to do it because I don't want to get in trouble. But you can go, well, I can prove you can go 10,000 miles between oil trains if they're good highway miles. I don't care if it says 3,000 miles on a sticker. Or George, you really need to get on your on prequels, all right? You've been talking about these. You just need to, you just need to actually do it, all right? This is an intervention. I can change my oil myself is the thing. So I guess it's really up to me. I mean, nobody can make me change my oil uh, when I don't want to, and it, I, I just, it, you can get a good 10,000 miles, uh, between oil changes. 
All right, George. That's great. That's great. Did you catch the the Oscars last night? Did you happen to see anybody? You know, uh, I was I was out in the garage. Okay, George. That's great. <laughs> oh boy, what a short short clip from such a long. And it long really episode. shows too um, what a lot of people don't get give us enough credit for is we pushed him to do episodes one, two, and three. Yeah, yeah, we did. We should point out that interview was recorded in uh, 1978. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he was he was not he was not ready to really think about doing that stuff. He was preoccupied with all sorts of minutia. We gave him the push. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, and with that, I guess it's time to get to our number one clip. What is our number one clip? Our number one clip. And this is a big one. I, I, I'm actually not surprised. Now, the more I think about it, at first I was very surprised. At first, honestly, I was super surprised. And I was like, what is this one doing here? How did this one get number one? I don't understand. And then I was thinking about it, and I was like, how did that one get number one? I don't understand. How did got number one? And I kept thinking about it. And now I kind of got like, oh, okay. I can kind of see, like, now. Well, if people... This is our reaction episode to the midnight release 1977 of Star Wars. It was just called Star Wars back then. We recorded this from our car on the drive back to the theater. We had gone to see Star Wars opening night, IMAX 3D, pulled out all the stops, went to one of those theaters where you eat dinner and everything. Uh, We'd, of course, been talking about it on the pod for the better part of a year, speculating who's that, what's who, blah, blah, blah. This was the big night we finally, finally got to see the movie. Um, and this is just our first reactions, fresh out of the theater. We, we left the parking lot. We didn't even say anything. Well, I think we said one thing. We looked at each other in our seats. Whole audience is clapping, standing up. We looked to each other. And this said, is it. Hey, save it for the pod. <laughs> <laughs> said save it for the pod. <laughs> and then, uh, got in the car and we, you know, just drove for hours and hours and talking about this movie. And this is, uh, yeah, so this is. This is our clip from episode 780, A New Hope Reaction. It's called Star Wars back then. This is Star Wars, Star Wars Reaction, you know. Wow. I just don't know. I feel like Luke was OP. Um, is there a reason that uh, they put two like those two buns on her hair? Were those, like, was that, I couldn't tell if that was science or magic. What was their, what was their budget in space? Also, how does that make sense? It was a long, long time ago, and yet I can't get there. No, and why did she, like, she knew there was a tracking device on the Millennium Falcon thing, but then she left it on there, everybody just left it on there. And, And, like, why didn't the big ball monster just come out, like, to where... It needed to shoot in a straight line instead of just going all the way to the planet. But then it takes longer to get to the right side of the planet than it did to get to the planet in the first place. Yeah, and for me, honestly, I – listen, I loved it. But um, why – I could not – the monk guy, you know, the one that fights the the Darth Vader, I could not – um, separate myself because he's he's bridge on a river Kwai, you know. So he's uh, he's he's trying to you know bro- blow up the the bridge, and that's all I kept thinking. Like, oh, he's going around the Death yeah. Star. Is he going to blow it up? And then he doesn't. 
right? Like yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then we got this the 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 Harry character, Harry Ford's character in there, and I I guess you know he did good, but the whole time I'm looking at him and I'm just seeing him, you know, I didn't kill my wife. Though like all I can see the whole time. And I was running from Tommy Lee Jones getting all the way to the desert. Um, I liked it. Look, I liked it a lot. I loved it. But, like, I felt like it was excessive that they had to have, like, a princess and an aunt. It seemed like a lot. Mm -hmm. It seemed like virtue signaling to me. And it seemed like a lot. And I felt unrealistic and like they were pandering to have an aunt and a princess in the same movie. And they both even talked. But I liked the movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... It seems like it'll go for, um, I don't, well, I'm curious what his next project is going to be, right? Because it's obviously, it's, Look, it's obviously like a standalone. Movie. I liked the movie. I'm kind of pulling for American Graffiti too, though. Mm-hmm. Or THX 1139. That's my, that's my word. After that, like, I loved the movie. I loved the movie. I thought it was great. I thought having Aunt and Princess was a bit much. Uh, for me... American Graffiti 2 is what I want him to do most. Or, or THX 1139, and then Star Wars 2, I, you know, lessons learned from this one, maybe, hopefully, hopefully. Um, Room for improvement. Room for improvement. Yeah. 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 I loved it, but, like... I'm going to have to think about it. Yeah, I'm going to definitely have to think about it. I would say thumbs up. I liked it, but how come I call the X wings? But then, like, if the wings aren't out, it's more like a T, actually. Mm-hmm. I think T wing is like kind of cooler because kids like to like use fancy names for it. Like those walkers in Empire Strikes Back, everybody calls them like Adats or ATAT. So like X wing, you call it T wing, you could call it a twing, mm-hmm. and that would be cool. I don't know. It seems. I loved it, but I thought they should be called Twings, and having an aunt and a princess seems like a lot. Yeah, um, where's the war? Wars plural. Yeah. It seemed, it, yeah. 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 Two out of ten, wouldn't recommend. Don't really care for it. I loved it, but I'm not really a big fan, and um, I think we're going to have to end the podcast. Yeah. Wow, so crazy. We were so young back yeah. then. And we looked the and exact same. Voices. I stand by all of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry, because I feel like Star Wars is one of those movies that what it was culturally changed over time and over decades and decades. But listening to us talking about it from opening night, I think we were already kind of slinging the hot takes that would take the rest of the culture until the mid 90s mm-hmm. to really talk about you know you'd see people talking about like oh an aunt and a princess it's actually like kind of a bit much a little like virtue signaling in like 1997 by the time the movies were being re-released people were talking about this but i think we were talking very insightfully very knowledgeably about that movie just off of our first viewing back all those years in 1977 roaming through the streets and my old beat-up Purple El Camino recording our podcast that we put on iTunes later then. Yeah, well, there's been some surprising snubs that um, Clevin didn't really show, too, because there's um, yeah. that episode where we convince um, Big George to take merchandising over a bigger cut in the movie, um, yep. which is the reason yep. that he has yep. all, of his, all of his billions. 
Um, mm-hmm. There's the uh, one where we he wants it all to be puppets for episode one. And we told him, you know, hey, listen, you have enough money. Why don't you invest in some special effects? Yeah. Yeah, there's that. There was the one where I showed you all of my Legos. That was a real big fan favorite. Um, uh, people really liked all of our Clone Wars stuff. We did that really good. Uh, famously, there's the episode where we um, quit as the directors of Solo, a Star Wars story. That was a really good one. A lot of missing pieces here. Maybe for, you know... Maybe for episode 100, mm-hmm. you know, in 50 more episodes, we'll go back and, and see and revisit. But 50 more episodes. You know, between, <laughs> ooh, yeah, between now and then, hopefully there'll be some new best ups, mm-hmm. some new hits. Um, so that was, yeah, what a great look at the past that was. And I guess before we head out, I guess we want to touch real briefly on, you know, the future of Poe Boys. Um, Pete and I are going to start a celebration, baby. Oh, yeah, that baby. is true. Um, we, we, Again. Um, <laughs> we booked our tickets. Um, no, we Anaheim, didn't. Anaheim, 2020. I, well, I mean, I, I, I have mine. You have yours. Yes. But, um, yeah, it's August 27th to the 30th. Yeah, it's more than a year away. So, uh, more time than we've been doing this podcast away from now. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, that's, it's that's in cool. Anaheim. Um, they move. It's Thursday, Thursday to Sunday. Sunday. Um, so, way less of a chance of us messing up the day of the Star Wars Resistance panel. Um, yeah, unless they put it on Thursday, I think we're definitely going to be there for that. Ugh, I swear if they put that would be Thursday. insane. We'll see. I mean, I feel like if I'm going all the way to freaking California, I'll just leave Wednesday night. Yeah. Know. We'll see. That's yeah, so far away. That's true. It's so far away. But that should be pretty good. That should be pretty fun. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That'll be that'll be the future of Poe Boys, I guess. Uh, enjoy that, and we'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening.